Ladies and gents, welcome to our round 14 edition of What Are The Odds, brought to you by the Yorkshire Hotel. Why the Yorkshire Hotel? Because I'm going to bet you my last dollar that you don't have three tellies at home. And if you do, shout outs, I'm going to come to your place on Thursday night. This weekend alone, we've got the footy, we've got the World Cup, we've got Rugby Union, we've got State of Origin, we've got Royal Ascot, those who like a bit of high-end track racing, and of course, the one-day series against England over in England. You can skip that one, but everything else, you'll need a telly for. And uh, to do that, realistically, you're going to have to go down to the Yorkshire Hotel, corner of Hoddle and Langridge in Abbotsford, because they've got plenty of tellies to go around and they'll happily change the channel for you. And then, you know, you can check off dinner, have a couple of beers, bend about your mates, and if you just go on there by yourself, maybe take a couple of headphones in your iPhone and listen to a couple of episodes of this or any of the other podcasts on Sporting Chance magazine. Now, we've just been doing a little bit of a comparison to the competition there, Baz, haven't we? It's a little bit like when you, you know, when you're playing in the ones and you're watching the Razies go around about the game and you have a little bit of a scoff because someone's made a little bit of an error. Yep. We uh, had a bit of a laugh at what's going on on the other certain channels and media outlets. Yeah, we just watched, we just watched a bit of uh, 360. A bit of, a bit of 360, a bit of the uh, mid-season grading system. We did that uh, last week because that was the actual halfway point. So catch up, boys. But uh, no worries about that. Not a lot of talking points this week because uh, it's... It's buy round. It's the buy round. It's the depths of winter. It's and all you get, boring. All you get is, oh, yeah, we're really keen to come back from the buy round with some good spirits and be well rested. So I'm not going to buy into any of that stuff. I'm not going to buy into long season, long season trade predictions. I'm not going to tell you where Lynchy Boy's going to end up because we don't know. But we will do just a quick wrap of anything important from the last round, that round being round 13. What did you have from the first game last week, Baz? Oh, that we won money. That was about it, wasn't it? We made a lot of money. That game was borderline unwatchable, except if you really needed a goal to be kicked in the last second of the, of the second quarter... Charlie Dixon did it for us. And if you really needed the power to kick on in the third as well, which they did. So that game was pretty bad, but it was a great night out. And then we, our weekend was covered from, from Thursday night onwards. It was, yep. it was a stress-free weekend in those regards. Friday, the complete opposite. Sydney defended the fortress at the SCG against the, against the Eagles. Are the Eagles still the number one team in the comp? I think for me, watching that game, I actually, I'm now definitely sold on, on the Eagles being a premiership contender. They'll go away. They'll realise they probably need to be a bit more cleaner, especially in the fourth half, uh, a bit more composure with the footy. But, you know, they get Darling back, and obviously Kennedy's out now for four weeks, but they get, they get some healthy players back. They they took Sydney to task, and Sydney defended really well and played their style of footy and got over the line. But for me, I think West Coast still show that they're, they're a chance this year. Yep. And Sydney, well, they'll just always be there. Like, yeah, how good is... Seriously, Elliot Yo is one of the most underrated footballers. There's a couple of them going around, yeah. usually ones that don't live in Victoria. So yeah. uh, no coincidence about that. Saturday kicked off with, uh, depending on who you barracked for, either the darkest day in many days. It was only 57 points in the end, but it was 77 to 7 at half time. When you saw that, did you think an app was playing up as a glitch or are uh, Carlton just that bad? I had a good laugh, to be honest, because where I'm uh, coaching, there's a few of the boys that I coach and there's a few parents of boys that I coach that follow Carlton. So, you know, I probably went a bit early because we're playing Carlton this week and it could come back and really bite me in the ass. But, uh, yeah, I gave a bit of lip back. And then Freeman on the third quarter couldn't kick straight and cost us more money. So we're looking good there for the for your quarter bets. But, uh, yeah, Freeman kicked like 2-5 to 3 straight and cost us a bit of cash. Yeah, which is very annoying in a game that they pretty much won every other uh 
anything else he could possibly bet on them for there. So shout-outs to Freo. Don't believe in you. Don't believe the hype on that one there. You beat Adelaide, who were injured. You beat Carlton, who were poo. Uh, you're not going to be much. But, you know, good luck for next season, maybe. Then, oh, boy, oh, boy. You're a coach, Baz. You're a coach of young players. How have you not scored in four weeks in the last quarter? Because I've forgotten how to win, mate. But, I mean, they haven't been in games the last three weeks That's anyway. That's the quote. They, were, there was, there was no, they weren't in this game. They had it won. They were up by 36 points at three-quarter time. I couldn't believe it. Six goals. I was at the at the local establishment uh, having a few beers before I watched soccer Six game. goals. And watched the last quarter in disbelief. And if St. Kilda... Uh, how, would you, how would you have dealt with that? If you were in Stuart, Stuart G's shoes... Probably, so you would have, you would have tried two different things, and then you would have gone, none of this is working. I probably wouldn't have said anything after the game. I walked. would have just said, "Look, boys, it is what it is. We'll talk about this." But I can't. I'm don't 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 talk to me. I'll, I'll speak to you Monday. Because I, I would have been ropeable. Yeah. Someone didn't step up, and there was some. You know, it, yeah. Someone just had to step up and take the game and finish. Like, and just on-field leadership. That's what you need, and they obviously lack a lot of that. I think they they're missing it completely. And uh, shout outs to the Saints because you did a job for your coach. He lives to coach another week. How many more weeks? We still don't know. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night. If you watched the Socceroos at eight pm, you did yourself a favour. This game was a bit of a stinker. Uh, the Crows are cooked. People are saying they've checked out. Probably have. Well, they got so they got three picks pretty much in the top twenty next year, and they got a lot of injured players. I'd be prepping myself for next year. There's some. Very good South Australian talent early in the draft. We'll be making sure they get those boys. And uh, well, that's all right for the well, club. But if you're a player at the Crows and you know there's going to be a very heavy and talented draft, then sure you're playing for your spot. You want to make sure you're still in that 44. Um, I told you last week this game will be a stinker. That's why I didn't even look at it. And uh, lose out to expectations and get used to Adelaide stinking it up for the rest of the year. Yeah. And uh, Hawks are still there with a sniff. If you're a fan of the Putin Weeds, you I could be back you. in finals, but uh, told you'll, you be, last week. you'll be teetering. You'll be teetering. Told you last week, there's two teams. Port will get the, get the cruisiest run home of the lot. And you'll see that. You'll see that. If they win beat uh, Melbourne this week, and again, 360 just stole what I said last week, they'll finish top four. And Hawthorne got probably the next cruisiest run. And yeah. they, there are chances sneaking into that eight for a North or a Collingwood or someone like that. Yeah. And then around out Sunday, the round ended very well with the Tigers reclaiming top spot on the AFL ladder. And there's nothing better in football than watching over-entitled, self-righteous Geelong fans have to just eat their words. They went very early. They were thought, we're in, the, we're in this. Richmond's flustered himself in front of goal. But you're not good enough, Cats. You're too slow. You rely too heavily on your stars. No one steps up except for your, your on-field leaders and everyone else is it kind of just a C or D-plus player. And, uh, yeah, you're nowhere near the might of the Tigers. And uh, look out for the Tigers again come September. Look, uh, that, thank God for that game. It was on Fox as well, which annoyed me, but that game saved the weekend of footy. And if you look at this week, hopefully Port and Melbourne can live up to expectations, otherwise it's going to be another stinker of a weekend. That's all right, though, because, you know, we have to make sometimes priority choices when it comes to what sport we watch. Yeah, and so there's a, there's a few sporting codes out there at the moment. So shout out to the Australian cricket team. They they're really happy that the World Cup's on at the moment. I think some of these bye weeks, AFL's pretty happy to be like, you know what, just just jump over to SBS for the next two weeks and come back to us when we've got a full slate. 
Kitty check in for round 13. So our best bet, one from one. They just keep on keeping on. Ports win the third quarter. In the words of Jay-Z, W Money and make a stack on that one. Values and Ruffies. We only got one out of the uh, four, unfortunately. So we missed out on the uh, Port Adelaide match points. They were much too good for the Doggies. Uh, they did lead Port Adelaide by 25 to 36 at halftime. West Coast, unfortunately, weren't good enough although they were pretty good in Sydney and Fremantle dropped the bundle or pretty much just, just went, who cares? Because we're up by 70 and a half time. And of course, our multi did not get up. That doesn't matter though. We're in the green in all three categories. Best bets up by 30%. Value bets up by 71%. The overall is up by 50% return on investment, which is a lot better than what Optus's stocks are giving you at the moment. Considering you've you know, six to eight tips a week, you still get 50% back of return investment. As a horse punter or a punter in general, that's good, good money. It's very good money. Hopefully, we'll try and make it some more for you right now. Round 14 kicks off again on Thursday night with West Coast hosting the Bombers over at Optus Stadium. West Coast are a huge twenty favourites. The line here is at 30 points. This one could be a nice lead-in to the Socceroos because with the omission of JK... Maybe the Bummers are a sniff in this one. No. Give me a straight aside eyes. I'd love to see how quickly I get shut down by the old Baz. Essendon come into this after the week off, which pretty much I reckon you can automatically scratch any team that's coming off the bye and playing as a team that's not. Because it's only happened one out of six times for a win for the team coming off the bye against a team that played the week before this year. And in general, it's pretty bad. And it's last chance loom time for the Bombers. If they lose this one, they're pretty much... Can absolutely kiss goodbye to the chance of finals. Well, no chance anyway. Can the Eagles, though, cover the loss of Josh Kennedy? Yes. Their small forwards are very good. They're still at the Cryer, Waterman. Um, you know, Jamie Cripps is a very smart small forward. So is William Rioli, Liam Ryan, Mark Ricard. Elliot Yo might spend a bit more time for. They've got a, a better midfield. All over the park, they're better than Essendon, and they should still win. Yep. I don't think they'll smash them. Look, I think the Lions. Was it 40 odd points or 30 points? 30 points. Yeah, I reckon it'll be a 1 to 39 point win. And uh, I'll be back in uh, Liam Ryan as most goals and gaff for uh, most disposals in his group. Yep, that's all fair enough. I was checking some uh, Champions League player ratings this week to see about the ones I was a bit unsure about to see if there's any kind of clear discrepancies there. And the one I found for this game is in terms of the trending, so they have players getting better on their ratings or getting worse. Uh, West Coast currently have 12 out of their 22 named trending upwards in terms of points. Uh, Essendon have 11 out of their 22 trending downwards. So although Essendon may have jagged a few wins before the bye, their overall performance is actually getting uh, incrementally worse. And I think, yeah, when you come against the second or arguably the top team in the comp Especially at home, yeah. after the bye, it's going to be a massive shock to the system. And John Worsfeld came out today, I think it was, and said something about them still gelling and you know, getting together as a team and stuff. So, yeah. The, the, the excuses have already been preloaded yeah. into the uh, cliche pistol. I, I still think, yeah, West Coast are way too good over there. They're going to be a top two team, West Coast. They need to win this game to stay in the top two. I think they can go to top after this week if they win this. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a thumping because obviously they're missing a few players. Dom Sheed's been dropped again, uh, and he's had a pretty good year, so he's been dropped a couple of times, though. So. It still shows that they've definitely got standards they're sticking to up there, even with a couple of injuries to key players. And yeah, I just worry about Essen being able to match up on the smaller forwards, the dynamic forward line of 
West Coast and West Coast play a bit of a different game style. I don't reckon Essendon can handle either. So no, not at all. And uh, one little nugget here is, of course, that Essendon still absolutely stink at third quarters. They're ranked 18th in the comp for that. They've won one. So uh, at $1.89, West Coast to win the third quarter by 7.5 looks almost like a moral. So hopefully after we see West Coast and the Socceroos win on Thursday night, Friday kicks the weekend off with Port Adelaide, $1.58 favourites, against Melbourne, who are $2.40 outsiders. At the Adelaide Oval, the line here is a very narrow 10.5. Will Melbourne learn from what happened against Collingwood? Well, that was what I was going to say. Was that an aberration or was that the unveiling of the real demons? What's happened to them a few times already, uh, Richmond and Hawthorne. When they played decent teams, mm-hmm. they've struggled. Now, Port, are they going to rock up this week? Well, you'd think... They're the two most unreliable teams from a punting perspective and from a supporter's perspective in the comp. Mm. And it's hard to to know where to go with this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm tipping Port. I reckon I'll cover the line 11 points just for the pure fact it's at home. Yep. Melbourne swing off the bar as well. Yep. And I think... They're in form. Robbie Gray, Wingard, Dixon, those sorts of blokes. Marshall, Westhoff. Yeah, they, they played pretty good footy last week. Oh, I know I was against the Doggies. But they played better footy, and I think they're just going a bit better than what Melbourne are. Yep, And, if, and if, if Port follow the Collingwood game plan, the Richmond game plan, the Hawthorne game plan, I think uh, Melbourne will be in a bit of trouble. And Paddy Wright is, will take Gorney to town. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah, again, based on the champion data player ratings, the trend lines here, 16 of the Port most likely to be selected. The teams aren't finalised as of a Wednesday night. 16 are trending upwards out of the 22. Melbourne have 11 trending downwards. So, again, they've had when they get whacked, they all drop off, and it hurts them a lot. So I think they lose momentum quite quickly. The buy won't help them with that. Are we interested at all in the over-unders here at 167? Uh, no, I just I thought the line... And, uh, yeah, I, I was looking for Chad Wingard because he's been playing midfield last few weeks and been getting a lot of it. But he's not anywhere in the disposals market. So if he's if he's playing and he, you find a disposal market, I reckon him to get around 30 touches. If he had a, any more than a dollar eighty, dollar ninety, I'd be having a crack at that. The one I found for a little bit of uh, diamonds in the rough here is that Port Adelaide are ranked first for third quarter performances. Melbourne are ranked second. So you can get $3.20 for the third quarter to be the highest scoring quarter in this game. Which kind of plays to both teams' susceptibilities. They usually play in bursts. And it usually happens... Yeah, they usually come out quite strong and they usually come out of, out of half-time quite strong. If you watch Port this year, a lot of the times they literally play 10 minutes. Mm. And they'll kick six or seven goals, put a 10 away, and then they disappear for the next 15, 20. Yeah. It's very frustrating from a punting point of view. Tip Port in this one and uh, watch them sneak into the top four. Saturday kicks off with very similar matchups to last Saturday. Hawthorne are $1.05 versus the Gold Coast at the University of Tasmania Stadium. They have a line here of 50 points. It's going to be cold, it's going to be windy, but it's going to be another massive loss to the Suns. Can you see him getting up at all? No. No? You can't see him after last week. You know, that, all that hurt. They might have hit a tipping point. They come out and put it all together against the Hawks who... They just haven't travelled well at all this year. Well, because they've travelled all over the world. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'll just leave this game alone. The only thing I was interested in is uh, 
Unders overs because it's in Hobart. Generally goes over down there, and 170 seems like a lot, or 168.5. Even for you know a team like Gold Coast who have given up some scores, I think you know they defended pretty well last week. They were pretty good against Port a few weeks before that. Yeah, they'll port at GWS, but Hawthorne have, aren't like a high scoring team either. So maybe the unders in the conditions, and yeah, it's a it's a yuck game, isn't it? It's a pretty yuck game. Interesting ones. There's been a few yuck games that actually allow you to have a bit of a, a bit of a deep dive into the stats and try and find some interesting betting angles. I totally agree with the under one six eight and a half. I think that's one's pretty good there at a dollar ninety two. And of course, uh, you can get Hawthorne to win the fourth quarter by thirteen and a half at a dollar ninety two because the Suns have only won one fourth quarter this year. They've only kicked like two points in the last four Yeah, they haven't quarters. kicked a goal in a fourth quarter for the last four games. So that one could be a decent one there for you to just little little back pocket bet and then check the uh, phone afterwards. Gets slightly better for the Twilight game on Sunday at 4.35. Brisbane are hosting the Giants. The Giants here are $1.29 favourites. The line here is four goals. We're going back to the Gabba. For this one, I see this being very similar to the Collingwood Lions game. Just Both teams like to play when they're, when they're at their best, attacking attack first it. football, running first football. Uh, how much of an effect do you reckon Stephen Martin versus no one from the Giants and the Ruck will go? Well, Loeb's out. Interesting to see they pick Dawson Simpson or they go with something like a pattern again. But yeah, Steph Martin will have a field day. I, think he, I reckon him getting 30 touches is very, very likely. Wow. The same with Brody Grundy on Sunday. Yeah. The Ruckman that get around the ground, they're not playing against much. They're not a mo- like, he'll be playing against a male Ruckman. It just, it just depends on how much ball they're going to get. So I had him or Zorko to get 30 touches. $15 a year to get 30 touches. So, and you can even pick your own. Yeah, so even 25 I suppose, is $3.50. I reckon that would be a good bet. Just because, yeah, he's not really against much. He does get around the ground. He does pick up the disposals. And it will be a bit of a shootout. You'd expect Brisbane to be pretty up for this. Uh, Dane Zorko would be probably best on. Might kick most goals for... For Brizzy, uh, other than that, my only worry is that GWS, apart from the game, it's Gold Coast have struggled to score a bit this year, so that's my only concern with that unders overs. GWS should win, I'll be tipping them. But a couple other interesting angles you can get is the overs has happened in four of the last six Lions matches, and the Giants haven't covered the spread away from home in their last six games. So I think this could be a lot closer than what the markets suggest. As I said, replicating that Collingwood-Brisbane game, we saw apparently the, the greatest game of the season so far. Uh, another interesting one is that, again, the Brisbane Lions have not won a first quarter this year. So my angle for this one would be either or of Giants to win the first quarter by 5.5 is $1.87 or to go over the 185. Do you reckon you've seen that? A proper legitimate shootout or do you not trust the Giants to... I don't trust the Giants yet. Yeah. I think there's still... Look, there's still a few injuries... And I think Lloyd did his, hurt himself as well this week, and he's been all right for them. I just don't trust them yet. I, I, they're a team that will finish borderline in the eight, I think, and uh, they, they're expected to win this game, but Brisbane have been pretty good up there. It's like that finish in the, the final third, like their composure. They've, yeah, they've had a week off. You know, they might might have worked on it a bit, I don't know, but I just can't trust JWS yet. They're a bit like Port and Melbourne. You know, you, you think you start trusting them and they, they let you down. So, look, I'll be tipping JWS in my tipping. 
from a punting perspective, I'll probably, apart from Stefan Martin and Zorko, probably walking right away. But I do like your first quarterback because Brisbane do give up points early. Saturday night to lead into yet more World Cup action. The Bulldogs are hosting the Kangaroos. The Bulldogs are $4.60 outsiders at home under the Eddie Head Dome. The line here is 32.5 in favour of the Roos. It's a sole Saturday evening clash and it could be a very one-sided encounter. Uh, the Kangaroos will be hunting for percentages, I think, in this one because they're, like, they're, they're in with a sniff of top four finish. If, again, there's, a, there's one spot in the top four left. So you can lock in pretty much West Coast, Sydney, Richmond. But there's one more left for those, and these are the games you need to capitalise on to make sure that you get that a little bit of advantage because of your percentage. They're not making finals, mate. The Roos aren't making finals? No, they'll fall away. You watch. They'll, right. they'll win this game. Only because there's, there's uh, Bonzapelli, Boyd, uh, still, they say they're going to play, but they're still carrying some significant injuries. So not 100%. Uh, and yeah, just around the ground. Doggies have struggled a fair bit. Yeah, I'll tip north. I'll be looking at the unders because Doggies have been struggling to score most of the year. Yeah, they scored 70 odd last week, but you know that was because Port opened the game up a bit. Uh, and you know how well north defend. So I reckon under 170.5 would be a good bet here and otherwise I'd just be leaving it alone. A couple of my more quarter-by-quarter quarter stats here for you. The Bulldogs are ranked 14th for third quarters and 17th for fourth quarters, whereas North are ranked 3rd in third quarters and 11th in fourth quarters. So I'm leaning towards North to win the third quarter here by 8.5. Um, or you can also take North to win the second half by 15.5. They're both $1.89. Otherwise, yeah, not a great game for, for much, really. The dog is only averaging 69 points a game in 2018, and that's rarely enough to win, let alone cause an upset. And then to round out a pretty lacklustre, we don't want to be, you know, the crisis merchants, but, you know, some rounds are better than others, and this one is not one to remember. Sunday, 3.20, the primetime slot. Collingwood are pretty much winks in this one. They're $1.07. Versus Carlton, who are $8.50 outsiders. The line here for the old derby, the old firm, the old foes, is 46.5. And, and the over-under is 158. Carlton cannot be possibly as bad as they were last week in their bats. I'd hope not. Whereas, uh, the billing might extend. And Mark McClure might blow a poof of valve. Uh... Yeah, I'm a bit worried because I've been given a bit of lip this week. So this, this is generally what happens when I lip off. It comes back and bites me in the ass. But surely we're travelling well enough that we don't get beaten here. Well, I just can't find an angle where Carlton do enough to beat you. They did beat Essendon, but you're much better than Essendon. Yeah, we are. You showed that in the, in the Anzac game. Uh, in the Anzac Day game, you yeah, we saw that throughout the rest of the season. You've taken it up to teams. You put Melbourne to the sword. They're meant to be a finals team. I'd expect Carlton to come out early and show a bit, like probably like a bit like they did last time they played us. Mm-hmm. Be with us to say half time, and then after half time we run away with it. I just think there's too much on the line for us if we decide to lose this. Like if we don't turn up today, like we've got a pretty good run in the next few weeks. We need to win these games, and that really means we, if we win the next three to four games, which are pretty easy for us before we start playing uh, Richmond and West Coast and those sorts of teams again. We can almost just lock in our top eight position. I hope Bucks is like, will be saying, sending that message to the players. I've had six or seven players re-sign to 2020. 
in the last couple of days as well. So the you know the feeling around the club's good. There's good news coming out about a few of our injured players. So lots of good feelings about Collingwood. So hopefully that means it's it's all heading in the right way and we do the job on Sunday. I've got a few disposal bets here. Yep. Uh, so Brody Grunyard, I just spoke about him before. You get two dollars eighty eight from me at twenty five or more, and you got ten bucks from me at thirty or more. And Tom Phillips had a pretty quiet game against the D's. He uh, got tagged. I don't think uh, surely Carlton don't tag him because they've got too much others to worry about. And he'll probably get off the chain again. And he's two bucks to get thirty or more, and four dollars fifty to get thirty-five or more. When you had, remember, he had those few weeks in a row there where he was hitting thirty-five forties. And uh, yeah, I just reckon we win. And I'm a bit worried about the overrunners here. It's one fifty-eight. I reckon it could go under um, because I reckon I can see it being an 80, 80 to sixty sort of game. Uh, in pretty cold, ordinary conditions on a Sunday afternoon. Hey, Jay. That time of the week yet again. Time to try and make you some cash, cash, money, money, money. Our round 14 feature bets. I'm going to rattle them off for you because Baz is nursing that sore throat, as is the want of a round 14 wintry Wednesday. Our best bet for the week will be coming from the GWS Brisbane game. GWS to win the first quarter by five and a half at $1.87. Remembering that Brisbane are yet to win a first quarter this year because of that just tactic of seeing what the opposition does and then trying to trying to replicate and nullify in the last three quarters of the game. Value bets. We've got three for you this week. Our first is Port Adelaide and versus Melbourne. The third quarter to be the highest scoring quarter for the game. That will be paying $3.20. Remember that Port Adelaide is the number one third quarter team in the comp and Melbourne is the number two. So expect them to come out of the blocks after halftime. Then some disposal prop bets. Stefan Martin, $3.20 for 25 disposals. Remembering that, again, you'll be up against pretty much no rucks from the Giants and is a great move around the ground. Brady Grundy, you get $2.80 for him to get 25 disposals up against the Blues, who are just rubbish. So he should dominate there. Our rough is, Steph, to get 30 against the Giants, is paying 15 bucks, And Brody, you can get 10 bucks for him to get 30 for the same reason as above. And we round out our round 14 feature bets with this multi, which you can go two ways. Safe option, West Coast, 1-39. The unders in Hawthorne versus the Suns down in Tassie. It'll be cold, it'll be wet, and it'll be almost unwatchable. Unders in the Bulldogs versus the Kangaroos under the Dome. Again, not cold, not wet, but still unwatchable. And if you want, this way you can go different. Take that. That'll be $7.58. Or you can roll in some Sunday action and take Tom Phillips from Collingwood to have 30-plus disposals and maximize that to $15.16. All right, that brings us in to a bit of a truncated version. It's the buy rounds. We're having a little bit of a rest and recuperation Baz has just battled through some cold and flutus. And, uh, if, yeah. you, if you have any chemists out there that want to sponsor us, um, uh, I'm coaching, Baz needs it. I'm coaching at South Parade where it's probably the coldest place on earth about this time of year. So uh, this is my second cold in probably a month or so. Probably need to look after myself a bit better as well. But yeah, I, I need some help with some cold and flu tablets. I'm sick of paying for them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, if you need a place to watch the plenty of sport that's around, maybe some Wallabies action, some Socceroos action, or just the plethora of round ball European football that's going on, head on down. The Yorkshire Hotel, you'll probably see it. If you want, come and get me. You don't have a chance, you can